We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Coming up on the 3 o'clock hour... Afternoon show, John Johnson, Hunter Brody in for Jack and Ike. Obviously, they're off the rest of the week. Hunter's back tomorrow uh, alongside Marcus Hayes, who we're going to talk a lot about, a column that he wrote at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We'll be joined in just a minute or two by Shil Kapadia, break down all things Eagles and NFL with him. So, uh, bros, one of the things that I wanted to do yesterday, and I, just because we got so caught up in the show and things went, one thing transitioned into another, we didn't get the opportunity to do so. But between now and 6 o'clock, from, you know, here and there, what I would love to do for those who are unfamiliar with you, like they may know your name, they may know where you were prior to here, but they don't know Hunter Brody. Right. So, like, I would like to ask you, like, random questions about Hunter Brody as we, you know, as the show goes on, if that's all right. That's okay. Very dangerous, but let's dive in. All right. How about this? What is, you are married, yes? Yes. You are married and you have a newborn baby at home, yes? Baby girl. How long have you been married? Uh, oh God, uh, two, <laughs> two, two and a half years, two and a half years. Now, you're throwing me on the spot here. What is it, 23, one, one and a half years? I've been with her since sophomore year of high school. Oh, so, so we're a high long school. time. It's been, you know, the yeah. marriage thing was just like dotting the I's, crossing the T's, but right. I've been married since I was a sophomore in high school, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Come yeah. on, throw me a bone, please. Throw <laughs> me a Maybe this isn't, I told you it was dangerous. No, no, I understand. I'm no, sweating, no. dude. What's so the freaking uncomfortable. Here? What's the temperature in here? <laughs> Holy hell. Married man, newborn baby at home. Yes. Plan on, ha- a, plan on having more? Yeah, I'll do more. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I, oh, yeah, no doubt. D- now, will you, uh, your, your, you have a daughter at home. Yes. Whether it's your daughter or future children, um, will you raise them with the, will, will hockey be the number one sport in the household? No, you know what I want to do? I want, and look, whatever she wants to do at the end of the day is how it's going to work. But I'm just saying, I'm not against going tennis rack. All right, I like tennis a lot. Oh. Maybe I'm watching the U.S. Open. I see Coco Golf. Maybe that could be Brooklyn Brody in about 18 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but whatever she wants to do. Okay. Whatever All right. she well, wants to that's, do. As we get to know Hunter Brody, that, that's question number one. Well, joining us on the line, I know he's, he's a great dad. He's, he's a great writer for The Ringer right now. The one and only Sheil Kapadia. Sheil, what's up, man? How you been? Doing well, guys. How you doing? Uh, Sheil, we're doing great. I have been looking forward to this conversation, whether it's about the Eagles or the broader conversation in reference to the Eagles with the NFL as a whole. 
because it's been yet another interesting week in Philly, as I'm sure I, you know, you were on the Midday Guys a Morning Show this week. Just I, They won. They got back on track, but it wasn't the prettiest. Before we look ahead, Shield, to this Arizona game, I'm very curious your thoughts on their win over the Giants. Yeah, you know, it, it, like you said, it, it was the perfect uh, win for Eagles fans because Eagles win, Cowboys lose, 49ers lose, but everybody still gets to be miserable. So, that, I mean, that's, that's the way uh, everybody prefers it. You know, offensively, like, they moved the ball very well, what, 465 yards uh, of offense. You watch the film, and they're not really having a lot of resistance on the other side of the ball, but they make some boneheaded mistakes. Those boneheaded mistakes count, and you keep thinking, hey, if they can just cut these out, uh, they'll be a better football team. But then the next week rolls around, and all of a sudden you're in another game where it comes down to the fourth quarter and you're not feeling good about it. And so, listen, it's one thing for us to talk about it and say, you know what, it wasn't a pretty win or fans to say that. But, like, this is coming from inside the building. You know, when you hear what Devontae Smith is saying, uh, after the game, when you're seeing A.J. Brown's reaction, when you're seeing Hassan Reddick's reaction, when you're seeing them firing the defensive coordinator, even though they have one of the best records in the NFL. So I think as media, as analysts, as fans, everybody, you take your cues from how the team is reacting. And I think they're telling you, you know what, uh, everything we want is still out there in front of us. But if you're feeling a little uneasy about this football team, that's, uh, that's a rational feeling to have right now. How would you analyze Jalen Hurts to this point? He's leaving the pocket early, some would say, when breaking down the All-22. But then there's a lot of us that are questioning the head coach and the offensive coordinator with game design and game planning and things of that nature. So do you think it leans leans more towards the quarterback play or more what's surrounding that, like coaching? Yeah, you know, he, listen, he hasn't been perfect. Uh, he's had some ups and downs. I thought he had a stretch there in the middle of the season where he was playing really well. I actually thought he played you know, pretty well in this game against the Giants. So I actually lean more towards the coaching and the scheme and the design and what they're asking him to do. You know, the, uh, the previous week against Seattle, he's getting killed for a couple decisions for going for the home run ball to A.J. Brown down the field. Well, a lot of times the quarterbacks thought, hey, if you have a one-on-one out there, and when they're practicing it during the week, they're saying, hey, if you have a one-on-one with A.J. Brown, that's the first read, and you let it rip. And so, uh, you know, we can look at the film and say, hey, this guy's open, this guy's open. But if the quarterback's thought, if I have that one-on-one, go ahead and take it, and he takes it, I personally have a hard time killing the quarterback for that. So he hasn't been perfect. The stuff at the end of the first half, I mean, you really don't expect that from a quarterback in, what, his uh, third or fourth season in the NFL. You want that stuff buttoned up. There absolutely are times where you want him to hang in there a little bit, let a play develop, and, and uh, deliver the football. But if you're asking me which one I blame more for kind of the ups and downs of the offense, uh, I really think there are more things the coaches uh, can do to help him out, more so than just Jalen Hurts progressing. What you just sh- said, Sheil, is what a lot of fans fear, is that it's more coaching than it is the players themselves, that they're not helping the players with their play calling. Is it too late to make changes. I shouldn't say, well, change is kind of a very broad term, but to fine-tune things, being that we're in the, what, week 17? I don't think so. You know, I was looking at it, and this Giants game, they actually did a couple things, like, you know, just a very simple thing, like having Jalen Hurts line up under center and running true play action, where, you know, you're really making those linebackers hesitate and opening up some windows. They did that against the Giants, I think, in the first quarter. It was the first time all season – Jalen Hurts has completed a pass 
under center play action. And so it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, this, like these are easy things. I don't want to say easy things. Nothing's that easy. But, you know, these are things you can do to help your quarterback, to open up space in the middle of the field, to help your wide receivers. This is not something they've done all season. And you saw a little morsel of it against the Giants. So uh, I don't think it's too late. And listen, a lot of the one-on-one stuff, like that's going to work a lot of the times. Like a lot of the times the Eagles are going to line up against opposing defenses, and guess what? A.J. Brown's better than the guy uh, across from him. Devontae Smith is better than the guy across from him. Uh, Dallas Goddard's better than the guy across from him. So you can absolutely take those, but as we saw against some of these better opponents, there are times where you can help those guys out a little bit. And so uh, I don't think it's too late. You're not talking about totally overhauling the offense or anything like that. You're talking about pushing some of these buttons that you see other teams around the NFL push that can just help your players uh, succeed a little more. What's the deal with the defensive line not getting any pressure? The Giants' offensive line stinks, and the only sack was Shaq Leonard, which is just strange. So is it just a product of the other team getting the ball out quick, not giving them enough time? Is it old age? Is it a combination of all of it? What are you saying? It's really maybe the biggest mystery with this team all season long. I don't think it's, you know, they'll tell you, hey, opposing quarterbacks are getting rid of the football quickly. Like, the numbers don't really back that up. I mean, they're, they are getting opportunities here to rush the passer, not every time. You're certainly getting some of those screens and getting some of those quarterbacks who get rid of football, but they're getting opportunities, and they're just not winning their one-on-ones like they did a year ago. Uh, you know, you look at it, I think some of it is those young defensive tackles, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis. Those guys didn't play a lot of snaps in college, and so now all of a sudden you're talking about the latter stages of an NFL season where usually their seasons are over. Usually they're not playing this many snaps, and I do think some of that fatigue is, you know, I can't say it for sure, but it's showing up a little bit. You know, I think Jalen Carter has one hit on the quarterback in his last six games or so. And Jordan Davis, he's not even really getting on the field on third down. So the coaches are kind of telling you whether they think he's an effective pass rusher at this point uh, or, or not. So the good news is all those guys are healthy. And so it's like, you know, you still have talented players on the defensive line. You still have a great, uh, great pass rushers historically. But you do want to see that kind of show itself on the field. And there's just been too many times this year, whether it's a good offensive line, a bad offensive line, a mediocre offensive line, where those guys aren't impacting the game enough. Shield, before we get into just the Cardinals matchup, I I am very curious. You're the perfect person to ask this question because you went in and out of locker rooms in this city for so many years. And then you get to you were in Seattle. You've covered the NFL as a whole. The issues we're dealing with right now in Philadelphia, I know we, like, we can live in a bubble here, and if it didn't happen here, it didn't happen at all. So we don't get like all the details from other cities, from other teams. What is it we are experiencing here? Like, Can I say something similar about, you know, about the other teams that have double-digit wins in the NFL, how they all have some type of flaw and there is heavy concern within those fan bases as well? Yeah, I think it's a good point. I think for like if you, you know, took a poll – of every NFL team right now and said, like, which fan bases are really happy. I mean, who would you really be left? The Ravens, the 49ers, uh, the Lions. Like, the, the list gets pretty short where, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they're struggling. The Bills, uh, they've been up and down. The Cowboys just lost two games in a row. So, yeah, I do think it is good to zoom out and look at it and say, 
hey, uh, you know, these other teams have issues uh, as well. So that's not to downplay the Eagles' issues. Like, I do think they are real. I think they're telling you they're real with the way uh, they're acting and, and kind of what they're telling you with their messaging and what we're seeing on the field. So I'm not saying, hey, everything's fine and their record's good and they're going to go win the Super Bowl. So I don't believe that. I think the issues absolutely are real. But you are right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. That, you know, the number of teams at this point in the season with just two weeks left that feel really, really good about their teams and are saying, hey, we're going to go make a run right now and we don't have any concerns, that's a, that is a, a pretty short list. Like last year probably spoiled, um, you know, spoiled everyone a little bit because the Eagles just ran through the regular season. You had no doubt. Uh, you felt great about the team going into the playoffs. Those seasons don't come around often. And so I think this season uh, is more of the norm of what you typically see. Transitioning to Sunday as we're getting ready for Jonathan Gannon's return, I kind of view this similar to last week where the Giants are so bad, even if you were to have a bunch of turnovers, you still could probably beat them on talent alone. Do you see anything differently? No, I, I think that's true about, yeah, these last two games. I mean, they're what, 10.5-point favorites. And so, um, you know, as we've learned, as you saw last week, like it, it can get dicey if you do turn the football over, if you have special teams miscues. I will say the Cardinals offensively are going to challenge you more than the Giants did. You know, Kyler Murray has not had a great season, but he's still a talented player who can make all the throws, who can make plays with his legs. That's going to be different than Tommy DeVito. There's no doubt about it. So it does give you a different challenge, and I'm curious to see does this Eagles defense, how do they perform against at least a little bit better of a quarterback, a little bit better of an offense? But you're right. I mean, listen, if you just look at it on paper and you go kind of position by position with sort of the talent advantages on one side, on one team versus the other team, I mean, this is one of the bigger gaps you're going to see in the NFL all season long. Doesn't mean they can't lose. We see big upsets in the NFL every week. That happens. 
But uh, I, I do see it similarly to the way you see it. Uh, Shield, final question. Uh, covering the NFL here, where do you put the Eagles in the hierarchy of the NFC in, in terms of you know, just looking ahead to the playoffs and the Super Bowl? Is it just the way it sits now in the standings? How do you honestly view it looking at each team? Yeah, I think like I think the 49ers are still the best team in the NFC pretty clearly. I know they lost last week uh, to the Baltimore Ravens, but you look at the entire body of work, and what their strengths are and their talent and their coaching and all those things, I think they are the team to beat in the NFC. After that, it gets bust a little. You know, I think the Cowboys, even despite the last two losses, I think they're playing better than the Eagles right now. But uh, Eagles have beaten the Cowboys, so it's not like they can't beat them. So I would put them kind of right there. You know, I have 49ers won, and then you probably have the Cowboys and the Eagles in some order in that next tier. And then you have uh, the rest of the teams, whether it's the Lions, the Rams, uh, everyone down there. Now, I will say, that even having said that, like, <laughs> the Eagles we've seen, they, they can beat anybody. They can also lose to anybody. Like, if you have a team like the Rams come to the lake in the wild card round, I mean, they're not going to be massive favorites in that game, and that's a good offense there, and that's a veteran quarterback. So, um, it is kind of bunched. It's a weird season where I don't know that you have those typical divisions, those typical uh, tiers that you, you would have in most seasons, um, but I, I would put the Eagles probably in that second tier right below the 49ers. Shield Kapadia always uh, comes with his top game. Follow him on Twitter for the latest all things Shield Kapadia stories, podcast from the ringer at Shield Kapadia. Shield, thanks, man. Have a great new year. All right, guys. You too. Good talking to you. All right, Shield Kapadia. See, I, I, he's always brutally honest when it comes to anything. So I hate it. Why did he have to throw that in at the end? Like, you know, I, they're ripe underneath the, the 49ers, as are the Cowboys. Okay, I get all that. And then he gives it the, mm, but if the Rams come to town, I don't know about that. That's awful. Well, he's being honest, and it's the right way to think about this because he's not going to sell you crap. This team has an issue, <laughs> and we can't just pretend it doesn't just because their win total is 11 wins. Everything changed the moment their swag got stolen from them against San Fran. Everything before is irrelevant. That's chapter one. We're now on chapter two. We can't go back, and you lost something. Something was robbed from you yeah. in that San Fran game, so we now need to see if they have the answers, and they clearly really haven't had the answers since. Mm. Kenny from the Dirty 30s on WIP. What's up, Kenny? When I'm king of the world, every single football game will start Sunday at 1 o'clock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that's right, Kenny. And that's just the way it is. I mean, one thing I, I always hate about any other start time is you got to wait. I want to get this game going. And here's what's great at the 1 o'clock game. Mm. You get up, you grab a quick cup of coffee, you get out to the tailgate, you have breakfast out there, you have a brunch out there, you get into the game. By the way, it's not charcuterie. It's Ed Pot. Come on, buddy. Be Italian. Anyway, All right. Thank you. Get you get out. Then you go to the game, and then when the game's over in the parking lot, you're watching the 4 o'clock games where the traffic dies oh. down, and, and then you get home, and then you have dinner with your family, and then you can casually watch the 8 o'clock game with some other chump team that you don't care about. And then, you know, if you don't like the game at halftime, you can turn on HBO or, you know, go with your wife and do what husbands and wives do. It's a great day. <laughs> we have the last that, that is some fun. That's Kenny. quite a peek into Kenny's life there. Yeah, that so is wait, some so, fun. So wait a minute, Kenny, I, I – from your perspective, as someone who attends many games, who tailgates, you'd actually prefer the one o'clock game over the night game, where you, you don't you, you get the whole day of tailgating. Uh, see, you got the whole day of tailgating, but then you got the amateurs out there, John, and, and bros who are just drinking their face off. By the oh. time the game starts, they don't even know what's going on. And then when the game's over, there's nothing else on in the parking lot. There's nothing else on the radio. 
except for the post-game show. Right. And those guys are all mad because they had to stay up all night and, and watch football, too. <laughs> so they're all miserable. Everybody's miserable. I hate the night. And then, then you got to work because you forget the rest That's of right. it. That's right, yeah. Have to go to work the next day. Yeah, the night and games, the yeah. Short, no sleep. Now, I will tell you this, John. I was out in Seattle, mm-hmm. and having a, a night game start at 5 o'clock, now, that was nice. Well, That's- you read my mind, Kenny, because I was going to say, could you imagine being on the West Coast? I know the tailgating thing might be out the window if you're an Eagles fan, but you get the, t- would it be 10 a.m. start? If it's a 1 o'clock game, yeah, yeah. you get 10 a.m. start. Nice 10 a.m. or that sounds nice, too. No, that's too early. Why? you got to wake up at, like, 5. 5? I want to wake up at 5 for an Eagles game. Who needs to wake up five hours before you watch an Eagles game? Yeah. Guys, the the West Coast home games start at 1 o'clock their time. It's it's only the away games that are at 10 a.m. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's the away games that would be right, right, right. Awesome out there. And Mm. as a matter of fact, when I almost took that job in Hawaii, the bars open up at 8 a.m. out there. And my plan was... (laughs) Yeah, you go. You go to the bar. You watch the game from eight to eleven. I'm on the beach by noon. All right, Kenny. Let's let's get into this, Kenny. Come this Sunday, one o'clock against Jonathan Gannon and the Cardinals. What are you demanding to see from your Eagles? Well, first off, I want to see some sort of uh, play where there's a tackle out of bounds that takes out Jonathan Gannon. I don't know if we. Get that in the playbook. Take out his legs. These things can happen. Wide receiver screen, you know, everybody's pulling left, student body left, and go plowing right into the sideline. But aside from that, now, listen, I I just want the same game we had against the Giants, minus the three bonehead plays. You know, we go home with a uh, 31-10 victory. Mm -hmm. And uh, and because it's a 1 o'clock game, then we can have a real joyous post-game celebration in the parking lot. You know, I've been – New Year's Eve, popping champagne, you know. Oh, you know, that's right. So will you make yeah. it so, Kenny, if you're going to Sunday's game and you're going to hang out for the parking lot to clear out, how late can you stay before they say you guys have to leave? They usually give us about two and a half to three hours. Okay. Uh, unless it's a night game, then they everyone wants to go home, so they try to clear you out sooner. But because the way the idiots that run the traffic there have changed it this year, they can say all they want. You you ain't moving for two hours. Right. You're in, you know, you're in a Wells Fargo parking lot. Yeah. They let they let all the premium C people out first, and once they've all and then a police escort, then they let the wretched refuse. So. <laughs> Kenny, have a good New Year's Eve, man. I'm gonna hit you with this very cliche of me though. All right. It's been a while since I've been to an Eagles game at the link. Probably maybe a, maybe two seasons now. I love the TV experience just way more. Maybe it comes with the job. You do. But well, when you're in the when you're at the link, right? Let's say I'm going just as a fan. I'm talking just a fan perspective. Yeah. If I went there, and especially in the job that we do, you know, the left tackle moves. Can I see that from my section? I just don't get the breakdown the way that I want to have the breakdown. I think overall the game experience is better at home on yeah. your couch. Yeah. You know, you're it's your it's your home base. The bathroom's right there. Everything, all your amenities are right there with you. Having said that. If the invention of the transporter, like the instant, like the teleporter, was around, I would like to tailgate and then teleport myself back onto my couch after the tailgate before the game starts. I got no. Issue that would with be that. the ultimate experience. When was the last time you went? Just hey, maybe bring the family, go to a game. Has it been a while since you did one of those? An Eagles game? Yeah, it's been a long time. Okay, yeah, long time. Yeah, I know. It's same for yeah. me, kind of. Two years. It feels like. Wow, I haven't been to a game. I remember it was Eagles, Cowboys, Sunday Night Football. It was probably two years ago. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it comes, but again, because of our jobs, it's a little bit different. Yeah. You, you look at things differently. You can't just enjoy You also have to kind of analyze it at the same time. Yeah. So that plays a factor in it. Oh, Cowboy Jim's on WIP. Why, why are you annoying me, Jim? You know, I'm working here. 
Is this a super terrific happy hour? Doesn't sound like it. It was until you called in. Won't be a happy three hours on Sunday. Hey, what's the snack of the day? Is it blueberries, bananas, some lame candy? Uh, and what what time does the Blue Chew commercial come on? Does it come on at 5 p.m.? Uh, you're not, you know, I, I've had about enough of you. What the hell do you want, Jim? Oh, since you're not going to the Super Bowl, maybe go to the Pro Bowl. You know, Elliot will be down. He'll be the only eagle down there. It'll be Elliot. It, you'll enjoy it. So go in, go to the Pro Bowl because you're not going to Vegas. Now, as a Cowboys fan, I know arithmetic can be very difficult. What's more, 11 or 10? Hey, uh, listen, it's Sunday at 1 o'clock. Me, Howard, Mad Mike, Captain Cowboy will have a parade down Broad Street. You want to join us? It's about the lamest, luckiest team ever in, the, in any pro sport. Oh, here we go. Should, and if they should make the Super Bowl, it's the end of pro sports because you, you guys are the worst. You should just lay down, be done, don't even go to the playoffs. And you guys are the greatest? You stink. You stink. But what do you All do right? then? You don't, no. You don't, who, who are you? Well, I'm Bruce. Nice to meet you, Cowboy Jim. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Can I talk to uh, the, the adult in the room, John? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a minute. I'm not we are the this. adults. You are the child. That's why we have to remind you how things run here, little boy. Mad Mike will be leading the parade. So if anybody wants to join us, come down at 1 o'clock because w- what's the point? You guys. Well, what are you getting, the participation parade again how, this how year? How do you feel about your team? I want to know. How do you feel about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys away from AT&T Stadium? Apparently, you don't listen to Cowboy Jim. This no, is your I don't. You, yes, I. You know correct. how I feel about the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. They're just fine. <laughs> they're, they're healthy. When they're healthy, they're just fine. So don't sit there and tell me, oh, well, what do you think? What do you think a Cowboy fan thinks? Well, usually they're delirious, and they're usually they lack sanity, which if this is very fitting, Jim. Go well, back I, in I your was a Cowboys fan. I, I do know some Cowboys fans that are now past the point of believing and realize that eventually – it's going to be failure because that's all they know. So I know complete opposite Cowboys fans. They're, 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 they're you know, there's, you find one, it's like a needle in a haystack, that type of Cowboy fan, though. The, the rest it? of them, and they're always the Delaware Valley born Cowboys fans. They're the, the ultimate Benedict Arnolds. No, they're the worst. They are the worst form of human existence. I agree. Oh, absolutely. They are the worst people to ever live. Yeah. I don't understand how you get to that point as a human. At, at a certain point, you know, Cowboy Jim will just have his participation trophy, you know, presentation. And, hey, look, we had fun, so we won. And that's that's what it's like being a Cowboys fan. Did you see that report that Dak might be getting 55 mil a year in his next extension? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Dak, oh. Pres- Dak Prescott expected to get a contract extension between 55 and $60 million per year. Oh, I like that. That's Jordan Schultz. Oh. NFL insider for Bleacher Report. You know— Having that conversation with Jim is going to be more painful for the conversation that we are going to have on the other side because, sadly enough, we may have to hold ha- – well, we don't have to hold hands. I mean, like, we, we have to share a common interest with Jim um, this Saturday night, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it. Her- oh, Herb's going to check in. Herb, hang in there, man. Her- we're going to see how Herb's doing with his health. Tom and Abington, everybody else, stay right there. A lot more to get to. It's 322. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 